Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. La 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 la. 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 Do-do-do-do-do. Okay. I'm glad that... Glad you went for the pitch there because I thought that was going to be left to me and I was going to fail miserably. I think I almost hit it. Yeah, perfect, actually. It was just spot on. Pitch perfect, they call me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Pitch Perfect. (laughs) No, it is actually Message on the Machine. My name is Age. And I am Mitch Perfect. No, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) And today is an instalment of the catch-up call. It is that episode where we catch up on ourselves. Our favourite kind of episode because one, we talk about ourselves. Correct. And two... We talk about current affairs. Yes, which are also fun. Yes, not as fun as us. No, no, no. But fun. I mean, sometimes they're not that fun, actually. No. I mean, yeah. Look, it's a bit of a weird energy (laughs) in the room today. Yeah, it is a bit. We'll get to that in a second. But before we do, Mitchell, to kick us off for this little epo, what was the last thing you Googled, young sir? Um, In happy news, Mm -hmm. my Googles are still me just thirsting after men. Okay, great. Um, not everything's changed. This week it was Peter Malinowskis. Nowskis? I'm not really sure how to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the Labor Premier of South Australia. Oh. I just Googled him at the pool. <laughs> Feeling a bit politically horny. <laughs> so he is a very good-looking politician. Righto. Who has done some kind of a photo op at a public pool. Yeah. And panties have dropped. Oh. Dropped. Can you give me a visual? Yeah, no worries. Give me one second. Oh, hello, daddy. Daddy at the pool. Yeah, he's like a hot man. Yeah, good for him. So I was telling someone about reasons to move to South Australia, which Uh there are a few. (laughs) But I was like, oh, there is one. Yeah, yeah. Very clear one. And obviously had to pull up a Google reference. Oh, well, there you go. So that's my Google. Okay. Great. What about you? What was the last thing you Googled, madam? What is pate? <laughs> Isn't it duck liver? So, well, I thought it was horse something. Oh. Something made of horse, which is why oh. I Googled it. Okay. The description is basically just like a, actually quite gross, which is just proves why maybe I don't like it. But it's like, the description was like ground, mixture of ground, poultry, seafood and meat. Mm. In a paste. So it's not as pure as just one animal's liver as I thought. No. Which just sounds fucking revolting, if you ask me. Do you like pate, though? No. That's why I Googled it. Well, it's good that, you know, it wasn't ruined for you by that Google. Like, you didn't like it before, you don't like it now. If it's on a cheese board, I avoid it. If I order a banh mi, I ask for no pate. I love pate. Ugh. Nah, it's not for me. Love me some ground animal bones. <laughs> some ground poultry, <laughs> seafood and meat. Exactly. Gorgeous. Well, speaking of animals, speaking should of we gore. address the elephant in the room? <laughs> we should address the elephant in the room. Today we have a mini announcement. Well, it's not really a mini announcement. It's actually it's quite a big announcement. Quite a big announcement um, for you guys. Uh, it's quite weird to kind of finally put it 
to air, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um, it's something that we've obviously discussed internally for a little while. And yeah, it's kind of now time to let you guys in. But basically, we have decided that season five will be our last season of Message on the Machine. I'm, <laughs> I'm like tearing up for some reason. Which yeah. is... We have decided that, and... With a heavy heart, uh, we will say. Yeah, something that's been discussed at length. I think for both of us, it's sort of like a thing of priorities shifting a little bit. Yeah. Um, And us just feeling like we're kind of burning the candle at more than both ends at the moment. Yeah. Um, And I don't... Like we always said from when we started this, we didn't ever want it to feel like a chore. And if it did, then we were doing something wrong. And it doesn't feel like that yet. But I feel like it's kind of potentially heading in that direction. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this podcast started two years ago now, Mm. which is absolutely wild. I think we're actually about to celebrate our second birthday around the time that this ep comes out, which is crazy. And... It started as a COVID passion project between two friends and it's grown to being so, so much more. Two friends that had a lot of time on their hands yeah. <laughs> and they were locked in their rooms, can I add? Um, you know, but what it's kind of grown to in the community that we've created is something that we're so proud of. So to walk away was definitely a hard decision for us to make. Mm. I think I just want to say that. And to further sort of what Mitch said, it's not a decision that we're making because we don't want to do message on the machine anymore. It's not because we don't like each other anymore or we don't want to, you know, keep doing it for you guys. It's just both of our personal goals are different to what they were two years ago. And it's hard to ignore those when life cracks on really, Mm. you know, two years ago, who we were two years ago, who were one year ago, who were six months ago, it's constantly changing. And, it would be a disservice to you guys as loyal listeners if we were to produce a mediocre product Yeah. moving forward. So we don't want to do that. We want to leave it on a high. We want to leave Message on the Machine on this pedestal of, you know, two amazing years of awesome content and great memories because mm. that's what it deserves. And that's what you guys deserve because you guys have been loyal to us. So we don't want to drag it through the mud into 2023 and not give it 100% because that's the kind of people that we are. And it is sad. (laughs) (laughs) It is sad. But a dear friend of mine at my 30th birthday not long ago said that... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Without this podcast, we would never have the friendship that Mitch and I have. And I think that that's been the best part about this whole thing. And so... If anything to come out of it, I'm so glad that we have each other. And we're not fighting everyone, so don't <laughs> think that. I'm glad that um, <laughs> you got to say some nice words to me after I just made all those lovely words at your 30th. Um, but yeah, that's that's us. That's the update. Um, it is obviously, it's been a long kind of lengthy decision-making process for us. It wasn't just something that we're like, fuck it, cut me fucked. Like, yeah, see ya. You know, um, but yeah. For now, this will be our final curtain call, so enjoy every last drop of this season. Yeah. And who knows, in three years, we might say, do you know what? 
there's not enough podcasts in the world, so we're coming back. <laughs> That's right. We never know. They did it on Friends. Yeah. They did it on fucking Will and Grace. That's it. And like, just like the Spice Girls, I'd like to mention that we're not breaking up. No. They never officially broke up. They've just ceased production. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, on that, Mitch, this is a catch-up call app after all. So is there anything like, especially in the last three months, you know, Where's your head at? What's new with you in the last three months? What do you think is going to be installed for you in the next year? Tell the peeps. Catch them up. <sighs> I'm excited to have a bit more free time on my hands to work that out, I think. Yeah. Um, work's been really busy for me at the moment, and I'm really enjoying that life. Yeah. Um, I think also something that we've kind of both talked about is that we have some interest to finally, at long last, after many years, leave this country. Yes, we do. Um, for however long that may be. Yeah. And, you know, if you're in Bali and I'm in <laughs> Guam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. That was another deciding factor. I think we've both got quite big plans to do, you know, big things I think next year mm. um, and what that looks like yet yeah, it's not 100% set in stone but you know I know you've said to me that you wanted to do like you know potentially a stint in overseas in Europe or London or something like that and like mm. I also want to do stuff like that and running a podcast on the other sides of the world is also going to be something that we can't commit to imagine, <laughs> so, we, imagine we end up both in Europe in like the same time zone <laughs> we could have just kept going message <laughs> on the machine from Positano takes Euro yeah yeah, so, again, I, that's a good sort of point to make is, like, I think our personal goals next year are just are quite big and it's exciting. Like, I, I'm really excited for what's on the cards for us. So, mm. And you, you don't know. have long left. And so. we've got to lean into that, girls. You've got to lean into that. And something like this podcast, unfortunately, doesn't fit that equation. But that's okay. Mm. It's been a wild ride. Um. So, spotlight on you for a sec. Yeah. You've had a few milestones. Have I? Come your way, <laughs> direction, in our little hiatus. Hiatus, yeah. wasn't a full hiatus for me, but yeah. <laughs> you found love. So some things do change. The podcast is over. The podcast <laughs> is over. And one of us is in a relationship, which is... Maybe that's the sign that we needed. It feels like this whole show now has been a documentation of your quest to find a boyfriend oh and now God. you've found one and so it's curtains. <laughs> the show's over. Well, I won't have any weird fucking stories Literally. anymore from the weekend. But yes, so if you follow the show, there was talks about me going on a few dates from last season with mm. a certain soldier mm. and the soldier's officially... On the arm. Officially a fish. Which is just bizarre. I know. We're <laughs> going to keep his identity hidden for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah, no, look, um, do have a boyfriend. Going very well. Didn't think I'd ever say that out loud, especially on this show, but here we are. Well. And, no, he's... Still he's, waiting. We might have to do one more <laughs> season. <laughs> my last desperate attempt. <laughs> if anyone's available, yeah. his email address is Mitch underscore Coggan. He's accepting CVs. <laughs> I've got to the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I am in a relay show. Um, it is a bit weird going back into relay show world after mm. being single for four years. I'm not going to lie. It's definitely been a journey. For me also. <laughs> <laughs> You're do a bit you, of a nightmare at the start. Do you want to talk us through that? Um, without wanting to unpack you too savagely, 
there was a lot of prior baggage that you were brought into this relationship. And for some reason, I was the one checking those bags. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, the love coach on the last season of Last Ep, definitely. I actually went back and listened to that at one point and it was like, you could hear the desperation in my voice. I was like fully taking notes, everything Literally. she was saying, hanging on for limb. Literally. Yeah. But no, that's, like I said, there's definitely been some growth um, in getting back into a relationship and a bit of, you know, things you got to pull your socks up on. But no, mm. it's been good. Um, he is good. Touch wood. All is well in the village. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and then the other, I guess, headline is you turned 30, which is fine. But I made the best speech that anyone's ever made <laughs> at an event. <laughs> so Mitch gave a stunning speech at my 30th birthday, which I celebrated in Sydney with 50 of my nearest and dearest. Um, thanks to everyone who made that effort. It was honestly one of the best nights. We had such a good weekend. Mm. Um, I officially entered the 30s. New hair, new man, new oh, man, age fuck. bracket, <laughs> bought a new car. God. I don't know what's left for me, but <laughs> I'm scared. I can't wait to turn 30. I haven't achieved a thing in <laughs> the last three months. You know, Mitch gave a very beautiful speech though, and we were both in tears. So we were. Yeah. Cheers yeah. to that. Well, I got vaccinated against monkeypox. You did. Um, Talk to listeners through that, actually, because I'm sure there's some people who are probably curious about, you know, yeah, why or why not? Why do people need to get vaxxed for that? So I'm not a doctor. Um, I will start by saying that. Yeah. But I do know <laughs> that you. for some reason... That's weird. You've got a stethoscope around your neck <laughs> and your finger's up my ass. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's not my finger. For some reason, it... This disease is targeting gay men in a similar way to that which HIV did, which... Is that just because of the human contact element to it? I think so. It's weird because it's not an STD and that's where my confusion begins is that it's not transmitted by just sex. So why is it only gay men? Like what? None of us even touch straight people? No. (laughs) That makes sense, actually. (laughs) I personally avoid them. Yeah, like the plague. But, yeah, so I think there was a bit of, like, gay panic in the air and Uh we were all like, let's go get vaxxed. Right. Because we've seen how this has gone in the past and it's best to just get ahead of it where possible. Yeah. So I went down to the St Kilda Pride Centre. Gorgeous. Great place. Yeah, stunning building. I'd never been there before. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's nice. It's very like, you know, the gays designed this and the lesbians <laughs> built it. And that's yeah. why it's so beautiful. Play to your strengths. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, they just injected this little vaccine into my arm, which five weeks later I still have a bump from, which is probably not great. <laughs> But bit of feedback from the room. <laughs> yeah. But no welts or scars. So. Okay. Pox free. Pox free. Love that for you. For now. For now. So thank God pox free because um, getting it would be a nasty business. Yeah. Do you know what's not really such a nasty business? What? Life coaching. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, it's funny that you should bring that up, Mitchell. It? So... I have alluded a couple of times on this program Mm. that I am working on something in the background or have been working on something in the background and it is finally time to, I guess, announce the official announcement of what that is. Let us saw. For anyone who is a loyal listener to the show, you'll probably remember that I was enrolled and completed my cert for in personal and business coaching Mm -hmm. last year. 
And so pretty much the last few months, um, I've been working pretty hard to launch the business off the ground, off the back of that. So that's kind of another reason why we had a bit of a longer hiatus. So apologies for that. I'll take the blame there. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me. No, Mitch was at home learning how to cook. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so very exciting. I will be launching my own coaching business in the coming weeks. So if it hasn't already launched when this app goes live, then watch this space. You can keep up to date with um, all that stuff that I'll be doing on my personal Instagram. But yeah, really exciting to finally get that off the ground. Great. For anyone who's curious, we're offering mindset and business coaching services in a few different shapes and forms. Perfect. Mm. You might be able to fix me. We'll put you through my program. (laughs) Then we'll see. (laughs) 12 steps of hell. (laughs) Well, on that note, I think we've just really word vomited on our guests about us. So it's time to maybe pivot to talk about... About the wider globe. Talk of the news. Yes. Now, I just want to say, as always, that this news is not necessarily the biggest or the brightest headlines. It's just the nuggets that have grabbed us. The nuggets that have fell in my lap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I've popped in some sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. And now I'm sharing with you. Mm. Can I start with a question to you? Yes. Were you a Gleek? Not really. Uh, so I I do this a lot with TV. I'm really shit. I start watching something. Yeah, I start watching Tell something. your new boyfriend that. <laughs> it's not true, sweetie, what he says. Don't <laughs> listen. He just left my podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I started it at the start when it first came out. I was like, yeah, this is fun. And then just fell off the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, I, I gritted my teeth and went through the whole entire thing. Yeah. Um, do you know about the Glee curse? I do know about the Glee curse, yes. Great. So they're all dying. Not yep. great. Not great. Um, obviously there's been careers ruined. Leah Michelle seems to be like America's most wanted. Like it's just, it's not been a good run post show for anyone in that cast except for Jane Lynch. Yeah. Um, they're making a documentary series about the Glee curse. Wow. Just announced. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, right? Like, I, it's like true crime. It's basically like giving it legs and saying that it exists. Totally. Mm. I don't know who's going to speak on it because there's not many of them left. <laughs> God. And, like, yeah, I wonder, like, if they're trying to imply or they will imply that there's a. it's actually because of the show that people are dead. I because, also wonder that. Because that's kind of what the... Otherwise, why would you call it the Glee curse and, like, yeah. make a show about it? Well, I don't know if it's about the curse. I think it's about just, like, the drama BTS. Ah. Uh, do you think the called, dr- like, the curse of Glee. <laughs> do you think the drama BTS was the reason why these people died? Don't know. That's a big call to make. We'll find out soon. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Because the show was, like, Glee was made by Ryan Murphy, mm-hmm. who also made American Horror Story. Like, is this whole uh, thing a bit of, like, a promo? Like, are they all really alive somewhere? <gasps> who knows? Oh, my God. I don't know if you can joke about that, but, like... Imagine if the final season of American Horror Story was just called Glee. Oh, my God. And they're all back, but they're all horror characters. Yeah. Ghosts. Wow. Wild. (laughs) We should write a show. What else have you got for me on this list? Because God knows I didn't write it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you never do any work. Um, Some good news next. Yeah. The Justin Bieber feud is over. Oh, finally. Finally. We haven't had this kind of drama since Jen and Brad and Ange. 
It's now a good time to tell everyone that Justin Bieber is my boyfriend, yes. That's why I couldn't reveal it earlier, but yes. <laughs> yep, so I've been left for J-Beebs. <laughs> I am one more lonely girl. <laughs> so, obviously, he is married yeah. to Hayley Bieber, who I actually think is an icon. Stunning. Like, I'm a big fan of hers. I agree. Yep. She got with JB quite quickly after Selena yes. was dumped by him. Yep. And so, I don't know what their ship name is or whatever. Probably Just Lena or something. <laughs> just Lena. It sounds like a shit TV show. <laughs> this is a show about Just Lena. It's like, I can't stand up straight. Oh, babe, Just Lena. <laughs> just Lena up against the wall, would you? <laughs> um, so, there's been a lot of, like, hate towards Hayley because... Selena everyone... Gomez has a lot of fans. She was the most followed Instagram yeah. person ever at one point. That's fucked up. Isn't it? Who's, like, where are these people? Who likes her? Yeah, like, how many people watched Wizards of Waverly Place? <laughs> no offence, Miss Gomez, but, like... <laughs> Madam Gomez? <laughs> Madam Gomez! <laughs> so, who called the truce then? Well, they were photographed at um, an awards ceremony together. I did see like, that. Like, canoodling. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, you know what, though? Fucking Iris, get over it. Like, move on. I agree. There's got to be a point, at some point in your life, if you're holding on to that... So, I don't even know if any three of them vocalised any kind of bad blood, though. I think it's just, like... Fans. Yeah. Fans are disgusting. Like, you know what ours are like. Oh, they just want us to fight and tear each other apart all Literally. the time. Or fuck. <laughs> You're all sick. <laughs> Get a grip of yourselves. You know who you are. You <laughs> sick freaks. Um, Something that I would like to bring up that has happened recently since our hiatus. Mm. The death of Her Majesty. Queen Lizzie. That was really sad from my side, I'm going to say. It was. It was for me. And all politics aside, and I don't really care which side you stand on, for me personally as an individual, I found it to be quite sad. I thought an iconic moment in history has just gone down and it's it's a death at the end of the day. So, yeah. you know, regardless of what the politics that goes along with it and things and decisions that were made over those years, like, at the end of the day, someone died. Someone died, and also someone who has, one, been a figure in our lives forever, and our parents' lives forever, Forever. and our grandparents' lives forever. Yeah, totally. Also, she was just, like, a woman who just did her fucking job and kept her head down and didn't marry Meghan Markle (laughs) and didn't marry Diana and, like, just there was no drama with her. I mean, not that we saw, but that's all I need. Like, she can be doing whatever she wants behind the scenes. Yeah. I also think a lot of decisions were made at times in the world where there wasn't enough education necessarily or, like, you know, Mm. always for everyone Mm. in terms of, you know, what was considered to be fair and right. Like, and someone who's also born into an era where there was something was once normal and then had Mm. to adapt constantly. Totally. To the new age that it is now in 2022. Like... Mm. That's like, picture some of your grandparents out there having to do some of the things or make mental changes on their opinions. Like, it's the same thing. Just because she's a queen doesn't mean that it's, she does not, you know, stuck by that sort of mental challenge. Yeah. I read this thing. I don't know if it's true, um, but I'm hoping that it is that when gay marriage was passed, she apparently said, I never thought I'd get to sign this. Uh. I never thought I'd get to sign something like this in my lifetime. 
And I think that is like, it speaks really nicely to her, as you said, ability to adapt because like she was born into a world where that was so, so taboo. Yeah. And now she's like, yep. Congrats. Totally. And like the things she was told once upon a time were normal and like whatever that that's what she had to do or that's because that's what the rest of the world was doing. Like and then all of a sudden those things were not okay. It's like, oh, she's got to change. It's like everyone's just so quick to give a hard stick sometimes. And mm. I'm like, I understand that sometimes maybe decisions are made or people make decisions that are not maybe right. But like at the end of the day, put yourself in their shoes first before you throw your big stones. I agree. At a poor old woman who actually is now dead. Yeah, I mean, I still understand a couple of my Indian friends have a lot of very strong feelings towards the royal family, Mm. and I also respect those feelings. I just think it was really interesting to see how many people had such a strong reaction either way. Like, I don't think anyone was kind... I mean, you know, some, but I don't think many people were like, oh, whatever. Yeah, it was quite like... Either for Polarizing. or against. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, true. So moving from deaths to cocks. Seems like a great transition. <laughs> one is going down and one is coming up. Yep. Um, Frank Ocean and this cock ring. Okay, I don't know anything about this. So basically he's just like... Classic me. <laughs> yeah, typical. I mean, it's just like iconic because Frank Ocean is like an iconic gay, gay man. Yeah. And it's like so hot. Yeah. And we love his music. And we love his music. Yeah. Potato flew around my room and such other jams. <laughs> he released this like, this like really fucking expensive cock ring. Oh. As like merch. Oh. And launched it with like a pixelated image of his schlong. Oh, good for him. Wrapped in that ring. Did well, you I not guess, see it? No, I'm going to have to look it up. I guess, you know, rep your brand. That's it. <laughs> Sell <laughs> the garment, honey. Beyonce's out there in Ivy Park. <laughs> yeah. You've got to exactly sell the garment. Get in Ocean Cox. Get in Ocean... What, did it have a name? I can't remember. It was so long ago. God. Should I look it up? You can show me. I'm curious. <laughs> out of curiosity. It's just an image over the pixel. It doesn't even... Look, it's not even wearing it. Yeah, so 25 grand mm. for your... Um, $25,000. Yeah. I mean, looking at it, it's like... It's glam. It's gold and like... I yeah, mean, you could, like I would sheep. easily just wear it on my finger like a normal person. <laughs> your big, big fat sausage fingers. It's not going to fit on both, hopefully. I've been sitting around thinking about you... Cock ring. Speaking of Beyonce, though, side yeah, side note, mm. album of the second half of the year, can I just say? Do you reckon? Do you think it's that good? Yeah, I think it's good. I listen to at least one or two songs, like, a day or every couple of days. Like, That's not, like, that impressive. What do you mean? You listen to one or two songs every <laughs> couple of days. Like, as in, like... Like, wow, I'm a super fan. I listen to... <laughs> whole album over the course of two weeks. <laughs> no, like, now that I'm, like, familiar with the songs, right. I will, like, if I'm actively, like, picking a song, I will, like, go to that song. See, I feel like I listen to it more than that, and I still, like, don't <laughs> know if I love it. Maybe I've undersold myself. I will play Cuff It. If I'm in a bad mood, I'll put Cuff It on at least, and it just instantly... I don't think you can be upset listening to that song. Yeah. I would like to say something potentially controversial. Of course. As a lover of Beyonce. Are you? Because 
Previous episodes would say otherwise. Okay, we don't need to talk about that right now because I know who you're dressing up as for Halloween, so... Um, Don't reveal my secrets. (laughs) So, I am cautiously wondering if Beyonce is pretending to love gay people to make money with this album. Mm. I think she's always loved gay people. I don't know if there's any proof to that, though. Well, like, she's always had a strong gay fan base. Yeah, but has she acknowledged us or, like, thanked (laughs) us for building her up in the way that we have? I don't know. I don't think so. Ask her. Well, I'd like to, but she's not here. I'm not her fucking manager. I just wonder (laughs) if it's, like, right now, it's cool to be gay. Let's get a bunch of black queer artists into the recording studios, put Beyonce's name on it, and she gets to keep all the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about the lens, isn't it? You can have that lens if you want. I'm just posing a question. I find, like, yes, I do hear what you're saying around the it's cool to be gay thing. I really think that that's something that I'm also conscious of at the moment. And I think we've spoken about it on this show before about, like, people just being like, yeah, chuck a rainbow on this and it's cool now and we're inclusive and, like, we love gay people and, like, yas queen, but... (laughs) Slay mama, house down boots, Yonce. Yeah, all of the above. But I think... It's also, like, the album's called Renaissance, which is, like, also kind of, like, especially after two years we've had, it's, like, a celebration of, like, fun and partying and life and, like, Mm. the finer things in life. Like, if you look at all the sort of visuals that have come out with it, it's all very glitzy and disco and glam and, like, Mm. which is kind of, like, the roaring 20s, like, all over again after we've been through the shit show of the last two years. Mm. And I think the gays just know how to do that well. And that maybe true. maybe this time we've just been included in that party as opposed to being, like, separate. Yeah. Well, thanks, Yonce, for including <laughs> us in our own culture. Fuck off. <laughs> now, look at me, please. <laughs> I'm looking. I've got one thing to say to you, Mitch. And? It's reunion. <laughs> oh, God, this calls for the footy fangs and the tea, Maria. <laughs> Kath and Kim are back for a reunion special. Yeah, I've seen some kind of an ad. It looks like Kim's rich. I haven't seen it, but okay, that could be a fun storyline. I think she's like, I'm filthy rich. Like, that's what the story is. Is it a single app or is it a whole season? Do you know? know. This is your headline. I thought you'd know. No, just saw it on the run sheet and thought (laughs) I'd just read it out. Um, Yeah, look, I'm keen for it. But as we know, with the reprisals of certain... Mm. things. Could be a clusterfuck. You know, like an... And just like that, like, sometimes the... It's just never as good as the OG, and it can sometimes taint the... Yeah. But then again, true fans, like, when I'm watch and just like that, even though sometimes there's some cringy moments in it, because I love Sex in the City, Yeah, I still get around it. Totally. I think, um... I think I'll love it. Yeah, I think I'll love it too. Mm. It'll just be fun to get watch it again, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be there's such funny women. Like I'm sure there'll be a few nuggets in there. Fuck yeah. If nothing else. Yeah. Great. Well watch this space. Let's reconvene on that. Kim's effluent. <laughs> well, on that note. Speaking of effluent. Speaking of being effluent. <laughs> well, I've got to duck off to the shops. Um, no, we we've got to go because it is all we've got time for this episode, sadly. I know, it but is. thank you for tuning in and we will see you for the rest of this season. Mm. I know it's been a bit to digest today. Yeah. Lots going on Lots, for you guys. You know, Kath and Kim are back. Kath and, and Kim all, are back. Message on the Shane's out. <laughs> 
But no, uh, we will see you the rest of this season. If this is the first time you are listening to us, though, please like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to us on. And then go back and listen to all those other episodes and reminisce and cry. Because mm. there won't be any more. As we do. <laughs> Obviously, once you've done that and listened to every single old ep, then you should go to our Instagram, which is at Message on the Machine, to keep up with all the fun stuff that we do between our episodes each week. That's right, Mitch. Do you think that the Instagram will live beyond the pod? Um, I think the Insta might always be there. Great. Just I, for reference. I don't even know the logins. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> we'll see. It might become... A nice page full of nicely mowed lawns. Oh, yes, with some keeny shots. <laughs> OG fans will know what we mean. Yeah. And on that note, guys, good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. 